All right, did everybody come up with an interesting fact? Yeah, I'll come up with something based on what Linda says. And I'll, I'll come up with something based on what he says about what Linda says. <laughs> Welcome to the PCM Podcast with your host, Jared Redden, featuring special guests, Justin, Bob, and Linda. Hey, welcome into another edition of the PCM Podcast, where we sit down with some of our employees here at Partners for Christian Media and just get to know them a little bit better. And today, I have the privilege to sit down with three additional employees here at PCM, uh, and I'm really excited. I'm just going to jump in and let you introduce yourselves and kind of what you do here at PCM. We'll start all the way over here. Oh, with me? With you, yes. All right, I should should have been looking. (laughs) Uh, My name is Bob LaBelle, and I'm the president and founder of Partners for Christian Media. Good deal. My name is Linda Jurgen, and I'm Finance Director for uh, Partners for Christian Media. And I am Justin Wade, the General Manager here. So we brought in all of the important people, and I had to bring my suit and tie and wear all that today. So, no, so uh, I'm, I'm super excited to sit down and, and just to hear some of the brains behind Partners for Christian Media. Uh, and Partners for Christian Media is actually a ministry based out of Chattanooga. It's kind of the umbrella organization for four different ministries, uh, J103 Christian Radio in Chattanooga, uh, come on, let's go, a video testimony ministry online, J-Fest, which is a Christian music festival here in Chattanooga, as well as J-Radio, our digital ministry online. Uh, and part of what keeps Partners for Christian Media going is our volunteers, uh, our staff members, our interns, and uh, these guys from Bob's Vision back, how long ago was it, Bob? Oh, gosh, I think about uh, 1994-ish. Nine, that was before I was born, actually. Oh, you're making me so, feel old now. Oops, my bad. Yeah, yeah. so so Partners for Christian Media for, for that long has been uh, ministering to the area of Chattanooga as well as online to the world. Um, so I've asked each one of you to share one interesting fact about yourself. Bob, I'll let you go last because you get seniority, right? So we'll start this time with Justin. Thank you. Oh, I, I, um, I, before we started, I think I mentioned that Linda could go first so I could alter mine based on hers. Oh, yeah, there we go. Okay. He passed off to okay. you. Easy enough. Okay. A lot of people may already know this, but um, a lot of people don't. I used to competitively race motorcycles, and I got shot riding a motorcycle. Nice. All right, Justin. <laughs> Boy, it's, it's kind of, how are you going to leave it hanging there? I had to uh, go to him like really quick because I want to see how he follows that one up. Um, uh, Where did you I, get shot? Um, <laughs> I've, I've never been shot, but I was once uh, bitten by a black bear. Is that a true story? Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right, Bob. Oh, my goodness. These are hard to follow. Uh, I, I feel like mine is uh, just nothing after those crazy stories. But uh, well, You took an interesting cruise once. Yeah, well, uh, after the cruise, uh, I was actually born in an early age. No. <laughs> He's stumbling over his words already. Yeah. yeah, we won't go into cruises because it's been so long since I've been on a cruise, I don't remember hardly what they're like. But uh, now you totally made me forget the story I was going to tell. He has no interesting I, fact. Now. I, I uh, was a uh, scuba diver at a very young age. A and scuba diver? Yes, the, and the way I got involved in scuba diving was that my dad is the inventor of uh, and a patent holder of an underwater loudspeaker. And at the time, it was the only one invented, the only one of its kind. And he started this back in the 60s, late 60s. And so late 60s, he was testing these underwater speakers in swimming pools and in rock quarries. And so I got certified, junior certified at a very young age and began diving to, so I could install his speakers and test his underwater speakers 
under the water. So surely after Justin got what bit by a bear, Linda got shot. Did you ever get like eaten by anything underwater, or could you come up with something creative? I mean, if we're allowed to make stuff up, if this could be fiction, <laughs> uh, yeah, there was monster, a right? there was actually a black bear that attacked me underwater, <laughs> underwater. and I was shot while I was while I was by doing the things. Bear, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, there you got it. Yeah, he's <laughs> been a great podcast here. <laughs> he did just top both of your stories. Yeah, they so. won't believe anything we say from here on out. Just just Bob, so it's all it's all good. So an underwater speaker and installing those and. Uh, did you have any interesting stories during your dives or did everything go pretty smoothly? Well, I actually, uh, had a short lived, uh, 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 time as a uh, diver because I had, uh, problems equalizing pressure in my ears. So I tried some ocean dives and, and some quarries and whatnot. And I'd go with friends and they would all take off and I, I would see their fins as they would disappear deep into the water. And I was stuck at nine feet trying to uh, uh, equalize pressure in my ears. And so uh, I don't have any tremendously great stories. I was diving once in Belize and had a gold chain around my neck that I forgot to take off, and a barracuda was very interested in that in that gold chain. Ooh. So uh, <laughs> I found out how fast that those jet fins could, uh, <laughs> could get you out of the water. And, uh, and so I got back to the boat and took off the gold chain very quickly and then continued my dive. But other than the Barracuda story, you know, that's, uh, that's, that, that is, uh, 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 nonfiction there. I don't have any other great stories to tell. Hey, that, that's a pretty good one though. Yeah. All right. So Justin, tell us a story, uh, about what happened with the bear. Um, I'd, I'd actually prefer not to. It's, uh, um, it's really one of those headline stories. That's a phenomenal, oh my gosh, the guy's been bitten by a black bear but um the actual story was it was a little bitty black bear uh in a pretty controlled environment that i was going to feed something to you and and and, um it actually kind of missed and 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 snagged me on the hand and truthfully it broke the skin i mean i bled from it and that was about the extent of it so the headline of i've been bit by a black bear is not followed up by uh, a very good story at all however after linda had been shot while riding (laughs) a motorcycle i had to and he learned to read after that, too, after he got bitten by that bear. You know, the sign that said, do not feed the bear. <laughs> I said it was a controlled environment. I was allowed to feed the bear at this, uh, at this juncture. Yeah, so you're right. It would have been better without the story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Solid headline. But yeah, but yeah, thanks for, thanks for making me share I, that. I exposed you. So, uh, but that's not the only time you've seen a bear, too, right? You've seen some in the wild? Right, yeah. We we went to Alaska and did have some uh pretty close encounters with some uh bears on a trail, but um but fortunately no one no one got bit that day. All right, Linda, we saved you for last. I hope that yours wasn't just a headline. Yours is the actual like solid truth, right? Yeah, it's a solid truth. Well no, mine was true. Well, <laughs> you're right, it was true. <laughs> I didn't make it up. <laughs> it's just kinda lame after you told the story. <laughs> so all right. Share share uh about racing as well as what happened. Um, okay, I raced um, motorcycles and hair scrambles, uh, which is a, a type of racing where everybody takes off at the same time. And I have a, a kind of a funny story with that because I raced um, 
it was just a women one time instead of with everybody and there was only a few of us so when we took off I kind of lost a little bit of control of my bike and so I center punched this girl next to me kind of put her like kind of behind everybody you know on accident so she right? was trying yeah 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 uh-huh. so she was trying to catch up with me the whole time and she was not happy that I did that to her and I did beat her <laughs> in that race but, but it's go. because I put her a little bit behind on accident though Oh yeah, we have to specify. She that. A- absolutely, <laughs> no. She didn't have a, a gun. Bear. <laughs> no, I got shot in Teleco Plains uh, on a planned ride with uh, two other couples, and my husband and I. And um, it was early in the morning, and I had a Suzuki motorcycle, which is very cold natured. So I got up before everybody else, and went up uh, into the woods to get it warmed up. And we were camping on um, what's called State Line in Teleco Plains. And it is called that because it's the line between North Carolina and Tennessee. We had checked Tennessee for deer season. It was during deer season, and there was not a hunt uh, allowed there. But we didn't check North Carolina. So when I went up, I was on that line, and someone in North Carolina uh, saw the white on my shirt. I had on a red, white, and blue shirt and shot and hit hit me. And hit you where? They hit me in the... um, uh, right by my knee and uh, almost completely se- severed the main nerve that goes oh, down wow. the leg there. So did you keep racing after that? I, I or kept, keep riding? I kept riding after that, yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, after recovered. Oh, so you didn't like keep riding that day? No. Oh, oh no, no, no. <laughs> no. I was going to say, that's pretty tough. So. <laughs> no. All right. Well, we have three very interesting uh, stories here. So we're going to find out how interesting some of your other answers are as we play a game now called Rapid Fire Questions. So the way this works is, uh, and I know Linda's excited about this. So I'm going to ask five different questions. Each one of you will answer all five questions, but we'll kind of take turns on who goes first. So you'll have a little bit more time sometimes to think about it. But Linda, we'll start with you because oh, I know you're you. so excited. Thank you. Um, so the way it works, as soon as I ask the question, just give us the first answer that's relevant that pops into your mind. So here's your question. Easy question. What is the best Christmas gift that you have ever given? Not received, but what's the best Christmas gift you've ever given? And she said she'll have to wait five minutes. Yeah, five minutes. You know, Justin passed the first question off I'm to you, right? I'm going to pass that to Justin. There you go. All right, Justin, you're up. Best Christmas gift you've ever given? Best kiss Christmas gift? Probably a... Um, uh, hmm. Now, if we could edit it out, this really would seem like a rapid, rapid fire questions. <laughs> it really would. You want me to take it? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, that'd be All right, great. Bob's up. Yeah, um, it, it's a little irony in my answer is that it's the best that I thought I was giving, and probably the worst gift that the person received. Nice. It, uh, was it a vacuum cleaner thought. to your wife? So, um, the uh, <laughs> is there a way to shut her mic off while I'm talking? Uh, the uh, <laughs> I got you a treadmill. Happy birthday. <laughs> the the uh, doctor uh, in Macedonia that helped us with the adoption for the kids was such a special person to have arranged the adoption that we thought, let's get him the best Christmas gift that that money can buy. And we were in a ultra generous mood because this guy had just pulled off this amazing adoption and there was no cost in it. People pay twenty, thirty thousand dollars for adoptions, and this was done just altruistically because he wanted to help us. Wow. And so we went out and thought, okay, this doctor, he's a surgeon and a professor at the university. What could he possibly not have? And so we went to a uh, luggage store and bought a comprehensive set of Hartman luggage from the biggest they had to a car, 
card carrier. And uh, we spent a lot of money on this. And wow. it, they were beautiful, belted leather, you know, those really gorgeous uh, cases. And we didn't think that in Macedonia, former Yugoslavia, and in Europe, that the style of uh, uh, luggage is completely different. Ooh. The men in Europe carry things that look like purses. Oh. You know, they're kind of feminine looking <laughs> in, in Europe. So the big uh, manly man uh, belted leather, you know, look that, that looks really great, we think, here in America did not go over. So he almost looked insulted when he got it, like, you got me this unfinished leather garbage? Oh. And so he thanked us with a uh, half smile and pushed it off to the side, and uh, we never saw the luggage again. <laughs> and I have go. a feeling wow. it's because he disposed of it. <laughs> that's something you got to sell and try to make money, right? Yeah, well, you know, that's all that counts. Absolutely. All right, Linda. Okay, all I can think of is, is monetary-wise, the biggest present I ever gave was a motorcycle to my husband. Nice. It's a Husqvarna motorcycle. That was after you got shot, and you were like, I don't want no, this No, it was anymore. before that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Justin. Well, I was just thinking a couple of years ago, well, I guess more than a couple now, uh, when our kids kind of got into the uh, American doll thing, we have two daughters, uh, we took them on a trip to the American uh, Girl doll store out of town and had like a whole experience where, you know, we went to the hotel and the dolls had beds and breakfast and, and, uh, and all that stuff. So it was uh, uh, unique for me to go and have a, a whole trip based around dolls, but for the kids, it was phenomenal. Yeah, and let's let's just be honest. It had nothing to do with the kids. Justin yeah. just wanted to go see the dolls. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was shocked how much someone could charge to braid a doll's hair. <laughs> All right, Justin, we'll stick with you for question number two. Is there any one thing that you still would not admit to your parents that you did? Oh yeah. What is it? Oh, uh, that's so. That's an, an additional question. That's well. Not is it's, there? It's included. <laughs> it's, it's a follow up, but I have to make sure that I get the first answer first. Um. Yeah, so so Hold on. If you're Justin's parents, please cover your ears. All right, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Don't forward this to my parents. <laughs> um when I was in high school, I used to uh be, really be into music and go to out of town concerts. And so uh my mom was always really cool about saying, "Yeah, don't mind if you go to an out of town concert." And cuz sometimes we drive 2 or 3 4 hours away uh for a concert that was on a weeknight. She said, "But the only thing is you have to go to school the next day." And so, uh, so we did, and we kept that. We kept that. Unfortunately, how far away some of these concerts were, we had to skip the day of the concert school to make it all the way out of town to go to that concert. So we technically followed the rule of you have to be at school the next day, but the the day of the show we 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 but weren't there. You followed the rules. It yep. all works out. It all works out. All right, Linda. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mine would be sneaking the car out um, multiple times. And and sometimes I even let my cousins take it out. <laughs> Oops. And your parents never found out? No. Well, that works out, I guess. Did you ever wreck the car and, like, try to hide that? No. So, good driver. It all works out. Okay. Bob? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, right. The answer is no. All right. There you go. Now, if you want a little further explanation. <laughs> yes, I'd love some. My life is an open book. And I literally wrote a book on my life story called Finding God's Frequency. And it tells everything. So I can't hide it from my parents, my kids, anybody. 
And I've kind of lived my life that way. And uh, so all the crazy capers we did as kids, they're either in the book or I was also really bad at, at, at being sneaky. <laughs> I always got caught in my lies as a kid. If I ever made something up, I always got busted. And uh, the time my brother and I took the car, we did wreck it. Oh. <laughs> How do you explain that one? Yeah, so we're busted, man. There's nothing that they don't know. And uh, so there's – I know parents that hide certain things from their kids and don't tell them what, what they experienced. And uh, unfortunately, I can't do that because it's in a book. And I've actually been in churches speaking, sharing my testimony. And my son says to me, Dad, why did you smoke? That's stupid. And I said, yep, you're right. It was uh, very keep stupid. Keep that mindset. Yeah. <laughs> and and we all know the parents have some way of finding out no matter what it seems like. So, Bob, we'll stick with you for question number three. This one's a good one for you. I think you'll appreciate this one. What's your favorite Disney princess and why? Oh, you know, I woke up this morning just hoping I, that you would ask me I that. thought you did. Yeah. Uh, Disney princess. Hmm. Linda. Give me the name. I'm not a Disney princess. Give me the name. I'm sorry. Disney princess. Uh, <laughs> Anna. Yeah, Anna. Yeah, Anna is my favorite and, and Disney. Why? Yeah, why? Uh, because it's uh, Which Justin's one? favorite, and, <laughs> and I really respect his opinion. Yeah, he's been to the doll factory and, she looks and everything. looks a lot like so. me, so. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You know, I don't know a thing about Disney princesses, so so he's going to stick with. He's going to trust Justin. Yeah. All right, Linda. Probably um, is Snow White the one that slept. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's my favorite one because Why? she because I, I envy her because I don't sleep. So you know, I, I like to be like her, okay. and be able to sleep. Watch out for the apples. Uh, yeah. All right. And Justin. I kind of like the little dwarves too. Okay. Yeah. All right, Justin. Well, I will say uh, Elsa, Bob, which is uh, Anna's sister, and and I particularly like both of them because I was never forced to watch the movie. <laughs> that the Frozen was coming out when my kids were kind of big enough to watch a movie on their own, and so um, it wasn't like all the others that I've sat through and watched um, a few too many times. There you go. All right. We'll come back to Linda for question number four. This one's a fun one. This one's a fun one. If you were going to make up an animal... What sound would your animal make? So I'll let you think through it while I repeat the question one more time. If you were going to make up an animal, what sound would your animal make? (laughs) Could you do that again? (laughs) One more time if you don't mind. (laughs) There you go. All right, we'll come to you, Bob. If you were going to make up an animal, all you got to do is top that. If you were going to make up an animal, what, what sound would it make? I think I'll uh, uh, borrow a line from an old Simon and Garfunkel song, and it'd be the sound of silence. Oh, I was wondering if anybody was going to say that. That's what I would have said, too. So you can't steal that answer, Justin. Oh, no, I I, I, uh, I would not. Um, I would just hope if, if I got to create an animal and it could make whatever sound I would want, I would just hope that it would sound like Ted introducing himself to somebody new on the phone. <laughs> are, are you going to do it? Oh, hi, this is Ted. <laughs> there you go. Do you know, I think that's somehow made it in every single podcast. I think different invitations of hi, this is Ted has made it in every podcast. So, All right, last question. Justin, we'll stick with you on this one. A little bit more of a serious question. Who is one person, someone who's still living, who you uh, most admire and why? So one person is still living, you most admire and why? 
well, I, the, at least the people here in the room know um, that I'm really close to my dad, and so I would I would pick him. I think he is a phenomenal example. He he loves the Lord. He's he's um, uh, definitely plugged in as a family guy, but he is just uh, somebody who thinks about things from a different perspective. He's an innovator. He's always um, um, open to asking or, or answering and uh, questions and helping us think through stuff. Has been for a long time. Uh, we we work out together, and so um, we get to spend a great deal of time together. So I, I definitely really look up to him and, and uh, thankful for the time we get to hang out. Cool. All right, Linda. Okay, I'm going to go outside your parameters there. Is that allowed? I have to mention it, it's got to be. Okay. I've got to mention my grandmother. Why is that? Um, because she's been the biggest influence in my life. I am who I am because of her. She was an awesome, godly woman, taught me everything um, I know. And the uh, biggest thing she always said to me was, Linda, pretty is as pretty does, and beauty is only skin deep. There you go. <laughs> and I have to mention my husband, too, because you, yeah, you he's to. pretty awesome. He, he's very capable of loving so unconditionally, and that is such a gift. All right, Bob. Uh, I would have to say my father. Uh, my father has been a great example of entrepreneurism. He uh, uh, left the Hughes Aircraft Company back in the uh, 60s and, and started from scratch uh, with his invention and uh, of the underwater sound equipment and uh, launched a worldwide company, sold his equipment to people like Jacques Cousteau and uh, oceanographic institutes and different fields all over the world. and. And so uh, his example as a business person, as a visionary, um, and also that uh, he was a great example as a family guy. He stuck with uh, his marriage, which is something that you don't hear of that much yeah. nowadays, and married to mom for 60-some years. Wow. And is there, uh, he and mom are still alive at 93. <laughs> wow. And uh, they're finally uh kind of getting winding it down but uh life's been good to to both of them and uh, he's been a great example for me so uh wow. faithful to to the family and a good provider and uh um just uh, overall good example yeah what an follow. what an inspiration well uh thank you guys for sitting down and just letting us have the opportunity to get to know you a little bit more um, and taking the time to do that. I know it's been fun for me. I hope you had fun as well. Uh, but hey, join us next time on our next podcast. We'll have one more podcast kind of getting to know some of our employees here at Partners for Christian Media. Uh, but thanks for joining us. And I actually think we have one more podcast after all the employees, which is all the employees getting to ask you random questions. I, I don't like I that so. one. Yeah. yeah. I don't like All right.